This is Agree to Disagree with Mike Brzezuda and Bob Labriola. The Steelers are headed to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers, and we here at Agree to Disagree are responding in the way you need to respond. We are going to get a seal here and a seal here and podcast up the alley. When you listen to Agree to Disagree, at no point will you be compelled to wonder, what the hell's going on out there? Here at Agree to Disagree. Grab, grab, grab. Nobody's tackling. <laughs> Winning isn't just everything. It's the only thing. And that's why the only thing we do is win here on the show with the motto, I'm, I'm right, right, he's, he's wrong. wrong. Lambeau Field, the NFL's jewel. Oh, I was going to say the most overrated building <laughs> on the planet. Okay, I forgot. All right. And a place where the Steelers are going to be challenged. Uh, but all might not be lost. Uh, question number one to debate today. They needed that slap in the face that was the loss to Cincinnati. Agree. Agree. I don't – I just think that, um, you know, the loss to the Raiders – um, and I don't know any of this for a fact because, you know, we're we're kept so far away from everything. But this is just my, you know, reading the tea leaves from miles and miles away, a different zip code. But anyway, um, the, the loss, it seems to me the loss to the Raiders could have been explained away. Uh, we had a lot of injuries on defense. Then we lost more players during the game. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, all but, of which is true. All of which is true. Uh, but not necessarily uh, the reason. So... Um, the game against the Bengals, I think, showed everyone in the locker room, everyone on the coaching staff, anyone in the organization who needed, you know, to be shown that there are problems. And um, as Chuck once said about Sidney Thornton, uh, and they are great. So, um, yeah, I, I think now um, after that game, losing to the Bengals in the manner in which they did, um, never ahead. I don't believe really ever were – oh, no, were they – yeah, they were ahead. No, they got no, the 7-7. Seven, seven. Yes, okay. Um, you know, I, I, I just don't think that anyone can look at that or look back on that and think, okay, we just need a, a tweak here and a tweak there, uh, you know, and, and we'll be fine. Um, there are some changes that need to be made. Uh, you know, we'll see how uh, this progresses and how uh, deep those changes have to go. But uh, I think that the – the outlook after that Bengals game is different than the outlook after the Raiders game, and I think they needed uh, that change. Decent job by you there, but I'm going to disagree. <laughs> you just gave us Redskins Lombardi. I'm going to give you Packers Lombardi. You never need a home loss in a division game in a year when you're figuring that uh, we're not just going to waltz into the playoffs and, and in in the best of worlds, it's going to come down to the very end and tiebreakers and who beat who where and all that crap. So, uh, you know, wake-up calls are wonderful, but uh, try to take them uh, at times when you're not playing a home game against a team that was 115-1 on the road under its current head coach in the last two-plus years. And, oh, by the way, uh, they may be a factor in your division you as know, well. You may not want to take the Pepto-Bismol, but sometimes you have to take the Pepto-Bismol. And so you hold your nose and you swallow it. And then after you do, you think, oh, I think that might help me. Disagree. I write it <laughs> off. All right, statement number two. 
don't make any major personnel changes until after the bye. And I think we both know what I mean by major personnel changes. Or would you like me to spell that no, out? No, I'd like you? you to spell that out. The quarterback. If you're going to frame it that way and include the quarterback. Oh, absolutely. I mean, how could you? I mean, I'm not. I mean, I, I think there are major personnel changes that could be made outside of the quarterback position. Like that, what? That's how I'd like to address it. Okay, okay. But just give me a so – I'll disagree for the purposes of where I want to go here. All right. Um, this offensive line situation, I mean, I get where they were at the start of the year, and I get it was a work in progress and it was going to need time and all that. This is below the line. I need to see improvement in Green Bay. If I don't see significant improvement in Green Bay, uh, you know, some somebody's got to sit down. It doesn't have to be – for the rest of his life, it doesn't necessarily mean if you take Kevin Dotson out, he's not going to be a fine player for a long time. But you got B.J. Finney sitting there, a guy who you've uh, had some success with. Again, that was a long time ago and before he went away and didn't play for Seattle or Cincinnati and didn't wow anybody in camp. But sometimes you got to try something. Eric Ebron, uh, I'm not sure what uh, you're getting on his snaps, and I think he played 57% of them uh, in the Bengals game. Uh, you got to try to shake it up and uh, and be better. Mike Tomlin said after the Bengals game, resolve to be better. If they're not better after this Packers game, then then they got to make some moves because uh, what's that definition of insanity? They, uh, Doing the same thing over and the over, same thing over and over, and expect, expect a different result. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go on go on that crazy train. Well, when, when, once you change, um, you know, the framework of the statement. Um, my my opinion is softened somewhat, but uh, yeah, I don't think Ben's the problem. Is well, that, that that's why I was going to yeah. disagree with that. I don't think he's playing great, but I don't think just changing quarterbacks fixes everything. No, because you need, for me, um, you need uh, to fit fill two criteria. Number one, you have to make the determination that he's the reason they're losing, or that the offense is awful, and that. You have someone on the roster who can be better uh, or give you a better chance to win than the guy you're pulling. And I don't think either one of those criteria has been met to this point uh, at the quarterback position. So um, I was going to agree with the statement because that was how I perceived major personnel moves. Well, we're getting a little two-for-one here, yeah. a little surf and turf, <laughs> like – Attacking the same question from different Can we angles. do both? Yeah, we are doing both. <laughs> um, because uh, that's why winning is everything you know, until, and the only thing. <laughs> until you mentioned Eric Ebron, I was just going to all due respect to Kevin Dotson. Um, he is not a major personnel change. Well, he's a starting offensive line. I well, I mean, and while we're there, Zach Banner's not exactly time tested and a, a oh. proven commodity. But I'm one more game away from not just wanting better, but wanting different. You gonna go? You gonna turn the uh, turn it over to the general? Somebody else, you know. No, I'm not. I'm not mocking the general. Yeah, by, I'm uh, just tackle asking. is not because being populated by uh, tremendous uh, performances right now. It is not, and you know that's that's also the way I'm looking at this. Um, I'm not all that sure that they're not playing their best five offensive linemen right now anyway. They may well be, but it ain't working. Well, so, I, I'm, and I'm with you on that. You know, But again, put the we... dice in the can and <laughs> shake it up and throw it on the table again you... and see if you get a 7 or an 11. I, not the greatest of plans, but 
again, desperate times. It's, this is banging your head into. It, this isn't just banging your head into a wall. This is the wall knocking you back <laughs> three yards from where you were before, tackling it, you for a loss on fourth yeah. and goal at the ten. It or whatever. cannot continue. It, no, I it just I'm, can't. I'm with you. Um, so, you okay. know, they they sat a young Ike Taylor down at one point after a tough game in Indianapolis, and then they went back to him. And, you know, these decisions, in my estimation at least, would not be permanent, permanent or signing off, oh, Dan Moore Jr. just can't play. He's a bust after three. No, I'm not trying to go anywhere remotely near that. Dotson, same thing. But this is three weeks in a row now. It's just been far enough below the line. I don't know, what would you call it, DEFCON 2? <laughs> See, I always get those confused. It gets worse it's, the lower you get. Oh, okay. It's 5 to 1. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's close to 2. Yeah. It's close to 2. Well, we agree on that. <laughs> you need Forrest Gregg. You need Fuzzy Thurston. You need Jerry Kramer. Hey, give me John Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, give me John Jackson. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to look for a Hall of Famer. By the way, my favorite Vince story of all time is when his center, Jim Ringo, came in and, and said he wanted a raise and that Vince Lombardi, who was the coach and GM, needed to talk to his agent. And he said, uh, Lombardi said to Ringo, step out of the office for it. i got to make a call. And he made a call, and then he brought Ringo back in and said, I don't have to talk to your agent. You now play for Philadelphia. <laughs> well, and not only did he trade him, but he sent him to Philadelphia. <laughs> Which wasn't great at the time. No, it was not. Uh, point number three. I wouldn't be surprised if they went up to Lambeau Field and beat Green Bay. Okay, I get that this is the, uh, you know, uh, any given Sunday league. And, um, you know, just whenever you think something it, – it, let me say this about the Steelers. Every time everybody is unanimous in thinking that they're going to win or lose, they do the opposite. Okay, they pull a Costanza. That is a – that's real. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Um, We're not just having some fun here. That's... it could – they they could go to uh, Lambeau Field and win, but I would be surprised because um, I just don't think you play the way they have played uh, the last couple of weeks. And then – and besides what I think of Lambeau Field, um, you don't go to a venue like that. For a team Storied, that is, historic, crown jewel of the NFL. <laughs> With crazy is that, fans. Is that what you mean? No, that's not what I mean. At one of the most poorly laid out places ever. Um, all that money that they have. They, Jeez, and any and any time they want to, and any time that franchise wants to do anything, they just, they just print more of those phony uh, stock certificates up that all those sheep pay money for, and it's just like cows in Wisconsin, pr- but printing their own money. <laughs> but sheep follow yeah, mindlessly. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not, cows do a lot of that too. Well, you know? I don't know anything. You know I, that old expression: <laughs> "Wait till the cows come home." They they just follow that one with the bell around its neck. They don't know where it's going. Could be going over a he's, cliff. They he's going to get the the football and uh, running up the gut in the <laughs> SEC. That's where he's the bell cows going. Um, but it would surprise me. Uh, I'm not saying it can't happen. But it would surprise me. Yeah, I'm going to disagree. It wouldn't surprise me at all for a lot of the reasons you mentioned. And because the Packers, yeah, I get that they went to the last two NFC Championship games. They were good enough so far to get absolutely throttled by New Orleans in Jacksonville. And I'm going to put aside for the moment how hard it is to lose a game in Jacksonville. They weren't they weren't playing <laughs> right. Jacksonville. But a disastrous performance. Um, 
Good enough uh, Sunday night against San Francisco to blow a 17 to nothing lead to give up two fourth quarter touchdowns and pull one out by the hair of Aaron Rodgers. Chinny, chin, chin. Yeah, hey, they won the game. Good for them. Uh, gave up a huge kick return at the end of the first half that changed that game. And last but not least, we're losing to the Lions at halftime. Again, they righted the ship in the second half. But this, this is not uh, – these are not the Lombardi Packers uh, winning five championships in eight years or whatever they So let me, let me pose you a question. You being the numerologist, you are occasionally. Um, you going to back any of this uh, big talk on Wednesday up on Sunday? Of course I am. Okay. But let me finish the point. Uh, the biggest reason why it wouldn't surprise me if the Steelers win is because they've already gone to such a place and won. Buffalo, a tough venue against a really good team, and the Steelers won the game. How'd they do that? They dominated defensively. Why were they able to do that? Because they had T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, and Melvin Ingram the third. And if this defense can get healthy, the defense can smash and bash anybody. If you do that, you're going to be in any game anywhere. Now you just got to not make the catastrophic mistake on offense. That's what Ben said after the Buffalo game. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but we didn't make the catastrophic mistake. Sunday he made a catastrophic mistake when he threw it to a linebacker who was standing in front of two guys who were standing in front of Juju Smith-Schuster. Don't give them the ball. Punt it if you have to. Be opportunistic. Chip away. And then last but not least, win the kicking game. It's probably not sustainable that you're going to block a punt for a touchdown every week. But I mentioned Packers gave up a 68-yard kickoff return in the last minute of the first half. That helped change 17 to nothing to 17-7 and make that a game. Chris Boswell, don't miss any more 42-yard field goal. Find a way to win the kicking game or at least push it. Keep the score down. Keep it a one-score game going into the fourth quarter. And then figure it out. You know, my grandmother told me one time, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a, a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> That'll do it for I've this. I've heard another old saying about <laughs> grandmother. Yeah, I'll I know. just leave that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's an identity that related. Was, that was for my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast version of Agree to Disagree, the show with the motto, I'm right, he's, he's wrong. wrong. Lambeau Field is still overrated. I don't care what pursuit is. Crank up the Todd Rundgren. I don't want to work. They play that after the Packers score every touchdown. Hopefully we only hear it like one time Sunday. Bet you they bet you hear it more than once. <laughs> <laughs>